Uh, this is Sirenola Podcast, episode 116. We have Ed Jout, and uh, I'm going to play the little intro thing. Shall we talk comics? I'm here to yes. talk comics. Yeah. Shall we talk comics? Yeah, yeah, we we, we got so, distracted by project management and, and audio. Yeah, black magic and yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, we're doing loads of really, really cool stuff. Um, uh, in the show notes right now, uh, we've got our active project. That one is um, Violet Unstoppable. It's uh, an audio dramatization of one of our very early comics. It was the the third empowered comic, superhero comic, that we produced. Um, and uh, we, we had a lot of fun recording that. I was living, this was before I moved. I've, I've moved elsewhere now, but um, I was living in a flat with um, someone was above, below, and to each side, right? So when, when we recorded the transformation scene at like 7 p.m., we were pretty sure that someone was going to call the police because, you know, the voice actor like... <laughs> and it's it's um yeah so you know it's this dude who's turning into a lizard man you know it's it's quite painful um and he's sort of screaming in agony and we're like uh we're a bit scared now is someone is someone gonna call the police here are we gonna get in trouble <laughs> That's um, uh, either that or, or, well, I mean, they must have been more used to it. So either they didn't hear it or they were, you know, they, they were aware that we were recording or something. Because no, no one did. No one did call the police. But we, we did wonder at the time. Because um, it did it did sound like we were murdering someone. <laughs> um, I only made him do three takes of it. That's pretty um, sad. I, I, I can imagine that they're next door and like they hear that and they're like, oh my god, do we need to call the police? And they have the phone up there, then they hear it again and it's the same and they're like, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, did they just, did they just kill twins? Like, what was that? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, poor Nathan. So yeah, it, it was a huge amount of fun and, um, and particularly the two main characters, the, the Jade Melhuish, who played Violet, and um, Adam Dirgeman, who played Rampage, they, they really, really gave it their all. It was, it was a lot of fun. That's um, awesome. So that's, that's on Kickstarter now. It's very nearly funded. Um, and um, uh, we've just come off a comic project called Drift, uh, Drift Heroism. We just finished. Um, that, that had a huge amount of support. It was really nice. Um, brought in a little over $2,000 actually, um, which was, uh, just really, really nice to see, uh, lots more people getting involved in our, in our universe. Um, so, uh, uh, that one, that one's being lettered now. Um, I've got, uh, I've got a number of more comics on the way. The, the exciting thing is, we're just coming to the end of our phase one, uh, which is 18 comics in total. Um, so we've done, you know, we've done some Blue Shift, we've done some Violet, we've done some uh, Lacuna, Penumbra, Lobo. Uh, we, we've got another Lobo comic coming. Lobo was, um, when Lobo first came out, it got really, really great reviews. Um, and, uh, and then the artist went away for a long time. And I've only just now been able to finish off Lobo number two. Uh, I've got the last page of artwork. 
really excited to uh, uh, to continue telling that story. He's um, he's sort of he's sort of a very adaptable idiot. Um, he's the kind of person who will walk into a building with no plan that's absolutely full of security and still get all the way through to where he was going in the building. Um, because he, like, like he's sort of Batman with no no strategy at all, only tactics. Is he like so, Batman meets Domino? <laughs> like it gets lucked out? <laughs> uh, it might seem that way, but but actually, given the way he gets beaten up and stabbed and various other things, I'm going to say no. He gets so like, maybe, maybe more like Deadpool and Domino. <laughs> <laughs> a bit more like that, yeah. Um, except I feel lucky, but I don't always feel lucky. <laughs> he, he doesn't have any. Uh, he doesn't have any superpowers. So, um, and, and unfortunately for him, his his foe, his supervillain, does. Uh, she's um, she's a bit of a nasty customer. Um, she has the ability to uh, grow her bones, basically, so they emerge from her skin. Uh, you could think Wolverine. Usually, it looks more like a big spider legs that come out of her back and stab things. Um, <laughs> like like Doc Ox, like Doc Ox style coming out of the back. Is that what you're saying? Kind of, yeah, kind of, yeah. Except it's her actual bones, like so oh. she can just extend her bones. Oh, she likes. that's cool. Yeah, do, do you ever do you ever watch uh, what the heck's the name of it? Uh, My Hero Academia? No, I didn't. But um, uh, I'm aware there is someone a little bit like that. Yeah. It, well, it's it's somebody that has like uh, it's not the same thing, but it just made me think of it. He has like the ability to duplicate his arms and then add like appendages, like an eyeball or ears, to like listen or see things. Yeah. And uh, but I just pictured that, but like coming from the back, and I'm like, okay, I can see that. That's pretty cool. Is, is yeah, it like so, the um, bone? Sorry. I was gonna say, is it like um. Is it the bones like? Is it like the ribs like, or is it like extra bones like? How's how like what's uh what's coming out? So it it looks more like um it looks more like extra bones. Uh, although she's also capable of basically sort of thickening her skull at the front. So if you punch her, you hurt your hand and don't do a lot. So basically, um, just the ability to so restructure where bones are and what they're doing, and grow them as much as she likes. Yeah, and that's very cool when she's. Yeah. Um, so basically, uh, he ran into her at the end of the first issue. He got his ass handed to him because although he can beat humans pretty pretty effectively, he was not ready for like an empowered. Yeah, and and basically, she's too quick. She's too strong. So he's forced to basically escape. And and you know you you can respect the way he escapes. She basically stabs at him with an arm. He sort of stabs that arm into like a like a drain cover. And then she pulls out the drain cover, jumps in the drain, so he escapes. Um, but you know that that all happened in issue one, and in issue two, sort of he he basically he knows that he's not going to beat her one on one, so he needs to find some help. But he doesn't want like someone who's a high profile person, like like you know he could go for Lacuna or Blue Shift or Violet or Penumbra or any of the characters that we've done already. But he doesn't actually want that because he wants someone that she won't see coming. So he goes out and he finds a level hero whose powers are a little like un undefined at the beginning of the comic, sort of deliberately so. Gotcha. And uh, uh, she has the ability to make plants grow, which sounds boring, right? Until you imagine someone being knocked on their back and having plants grow from the ground through them and just, yeah, 
it, it gets very nasty very quickly. Is it like uh, any amount of plants and stronger than normal plants kind of the, the idea? They're not particularly stronger than normal plants, just any amount of plants. Just quantity. It's just like, yeah, just overwhelm. <laughs> so like, like she, she, in the beginning of the comic, she knocks this guy back and, um, and, and just he's lying flat on his back, sort of not quite KO'd, but a bit, you know, a yeah. bit fuzzy. Um, and all of these plants just grow through his body basically stabbing him to death. Oh, um, man. And then you think of the, uh, what is it? The, the, there's an old, like, Chinese torture where they would, like, lay you on a bed of bamboo because bamboo grows so fast yeah. and they would tie you down. And that's, what, that's how they would, get, like, torture people, yeah. Yeah, not, not pretty. Nasty. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, uh, but at the same time, the, the Empress of Bones, the, the, the bad guy, she's accelerating her own plans. You know, she's invented this device that gives anyone who wears it bone armor. Um, and, uh, and and she's sort of getting ready for a full-scale takeover of all of the cartels in her city. Um, like, and she, she's she's ready to go ahead and do this. And then Lobo and, and, uh, and this other character, Savannah, well, yeah, they're going to walk just straight in because that worked really well last time. So let's do it again. And uh, and and then obviously you know the I, I don't want to spoil you for the end of the comic but um, yeah yeah we 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 along with that um I like that like the, you're taking the coming. taking the exoskeleton literally like <laughs> as opposed to like just an armor it's like literally a an exoskeleton of bones <laughs> yeah exactly yeah it's exactly that and and it sort of activates when they get hurt so if you punch them or you smash their head into a window or whatever that's when the bone armor appears. That's cool. Does it, just, it just comes with their entire body. It's bulletproof. You know, it's, it's yeah, it is basically impossible to hurt those people unless you kill them with the first touch. Gotcha. So the whole point is like you have to stealthily get them, and then if not, they basically just have like uh, emergency mode uh, casting. Can they can they move in that though? Like, is it an armor they can move in? It's not like a, it's not yeah. just like a shell. Yeah. Yeah, they can move. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah it's, it's, they can they can move. Yeah, they can fight. Yeah, it's 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 pretty bad news for Lobo, as I'm sure you can imagine. Um, he does blow one of them up with uh, with an explosive. Um, yeah. That works reasonably well, uh, <laughs> although the level of explosive that he has to blow them up is fairly extreme, and you can't really wander around with that much high <clears throat> explosive strapped to your body if you like to do it. Yeah. Um, so that's quite interesting. Um, so that's Lobo. Uh, he's coming soon. Uh, we've got we're. We're doing a, a sequel to Fauna. That was another really popular comic when it came out. Um, Fauna number two. Um, actually, we're, uh, I've, I've mentioned Rampage already. Um, this is an exclusive to you guys. Uh, I've not told anyone Ooh. this yet. The, uh, the bad guy of Fauna number two is Rampage uh, from the Violet comic. The, the, the dude who turned into the lizard, that lizard is also the bad guy in Fauna number two. So the irony is that fauna turns into a bear or a lizard or a bird, like various animal forms. And Rampage actually looks a lot like uh, fauna's ani uh, lizard animal form. So the idea is that it's, mm. it's a case of mistaken identity. There's a giant lizard that's grabbing people off the street going, are you her? Are you her? Um, because he's looking for, for Violet because she beats him when, when yeah. they met. And, uh, and people just assume it's Fauna because Fauna's roaming this city. Um, you know, people just assume Fauna's gone nuts. 
and there's this there's this lovely bit where I get to kind of play with Fauna like he's not even entirely sure. Like he can't entirely dismiss the possibility that maybe he's like falling asleep, changing into a lizard and heading out the window kind of thing. Um so you know it's it's all about, you know, am I harming my own community now, which is all I really ever wanted to protect. Yeah, because my power is my power taken over, yeah. <laughs> Um, which which is a lot of fun to play with. And then also, uh, in in the first comic, at the end of the first comic, his sister learns who he is. Um, and, and she obviously wants to stop him from hurting people. You know, she thinks it's pretty cool he's a superhero. Um, but but she doesn't want him to hurt people. So, you know, she she's out there, no powers. You know, she, she's just out there trying to stop this lizard, which she reckons is probably her brother and actually isn't. And it's just, it's a glorious mess of complete misunderstandings. While, while Rampage just, he heard that Violet had been in this city recently. So when he escaped prison, he came here looking for her. So any any female who's about the right height and about the right skin color, are you her? You know, it's kind of like, whoa, <laughs> okay. Um, so that That's was a awesome. lot of fun. Um, is that is that the uh, is that the first uh, crossover connection? Is this is this like the first time that you're aware that they're the same universe? Actually, no. Uh, we did Cascade a little while ago. Actually, it's since I last spoke to you. So Cascade was a team up between Lacuna, Blue Shift, and Violet and Penumbra. So the four kind of main characters that we'd had before. Actually, Fauna's going to make a uh, a quick cameo in uh, in in issue number two. Um, nice. But um, because I remember uh, you mentioning that there was a they, crossover, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, they basically teamed up to fight this giant, giant robot lady, um, who whenever you hit her, she gets bigger because she turns energy into matter. With a oh, nice, supplier. yes, um, so they've worked that out now at the end of issue one, which has been published, and we've got issue two in artwork at the moment. Um, it's, I mean. It's all well and good knowing that that's what happens, but what are you going to do? Like, like, how do you how do you stop that? You still can't stop it. Like, you you still gotta you know you you can't hit it. So okay, so you can't hit it. So how are you going to stop it then? You, you got to plug an um, old iPhone into it because those things suck the crap out of energy and they just don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea. I'm not sure we considered that, but but it's a good idea. Um, but yeah, uh, number two of that uh, and number three will be uh, will be part of this phase as well. And then there's one other. Um, there's a character that appeared in uh, Penumbra's comic called Vigilance. And I had some spare time and yeah, believe it or not, I actually did. Um, and I wrote a comic for her kind of, not origin of her powers, but um, how she changed from spoiled rich girl into killing machine um <laughs> and, and and sort of how she made that transition from one thing to the other um and uh, and that one's been the artwork's done that'll probably be one of the next comics we bring out so like we're heading for like a like a phase one omnibus sort of situation where it's like 400 and 450 odd pages i think we decided um Really, really excited about that. It's um, it's it, all all the comics have come out really nicely. 
Uh, yeah, we, we've just got like, what is that? One, two, three, four, five, six more comics and phase one is done. And then we get to move on to phase two, right? Then we get to start going, okay, right. Uh, so we've done the, here are the characters and here's the, you know, here's the, here's the major threat. Here's them teaming up to overcome it. Right now, now we're ready to start sort of doing something a bit more, bit more complicated, a bit more ambitious with the story than just here are the characters and 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 here's what happened. Our our idea around phase two is sort of a, a a loss of the support system. So each each of these characters have their own kind of their own support system going on. So Violet, you know, she's very close to her parents. <clears throat> um, well, um, uh, we've already built in in Violet a way that her parents are not going to be allowed to be around anymore because they're immigrants. Um, so she was born in the country where she lives. Her parents are immigrants to that country. She has citizenship. They don't. Um, and and every time they go, this is actually based on someone I know. Every time they go for a visa, they're told, okay, it's being renewed this time, but it's not going to be renewed next time. So, you know, you're going to have to make some other arrangements. And that uh, I, I know someone who's told that for like a decade every year. Jeez. <laughs> um. I mean, can you even imagine trying to live your life like that? Uh, and, and particularly raise child in that situation. Yeah. You know, it's, that's got to be awful. Um, and, and you know, uh, sort of, you know, her parents are, are uh, hanging by a thread. Um, I've, got a, I've got a really fun, uh, like, like both fun and terrifying story, which is what you should expect from me and Jennifer Martin, the writer who, who writes Violet with me. Um. We, we've we've got the unstoppable fire ant, which is literally just a dude in a flameproof suit with two extra papier mâché arms in the flameproof suit. So he's got he's got like six limbs and he runs around and fire to things. That's what he does. That's that's his thing. And they're the paper. Did you say they're paper mâché arms? <laughs> but they are in. They're in like a fireproof suit. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he's like burn. Ah, <laughs> messed up. I, I suspect that happened at least once or twice before he figured out to make the suit have two extra arms. <laughs> he's he's not the smartest guy, but he just runs around setting fire to things. That would um, be a fun little, uh, a, and, an, like an extra comic, uh, like a small extra comic strip to add to a Kickstarter would be like the testing of the of the suit. And he's just like, he's like, okay, now let's try this out. Oh, that's pretty good. Oh, <laughs> he's like freaking out. <laughs> Uh, I kind of want to do that now with other stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, the the unstoppable fire ant was someone I I came up with in a in a role playing game session I was running actually of Era the Empowered, and um, that it was sort of inspired by um, uh, the death of Superman and and the reign of the Superman. So the idea was that the, you know the leader of of the good guys had had disappeared and and you know was believed to be dead. And then suddenly, like, people start seeing him around, like, different versions of him. There's, like, a cyborg version of him. And, a, you know, like, like, it was, you know, yeah. it was it was sort of my version of, of exactly Reign of the Superman. Um, and, uh, and basically, the unstoppable fire ant was, was just this, this one guy who wanted to take advantage of this, this guy's absence. Um, and, uh, and he gets stopped by someone who's... Um, in, in the session, he got stopped by someone who was like a fan 
of of uh, of the guy who went missing and uh, and sort of wore a costume to um, honor him, as it were. Um, sort of like Steel in the in the recent uh, DC animated one. Um, but yeah, no, I I just thought the concept was so silly, so fun that I had to use it somewhere. Like like he had to be a thing, the unstoppable <laughs> fire ant. That's um, awesome. Uh, so yeah, I mean, like we're we're moving on to that. We're moving on to uh, you know, there's more to come from Lobo. Uh, there's more to come. <laughs> um, John, my uh, my longtime co-writer on many of these projects, he uh, he was over here in June, and he he sat down and he said to me, Ed. I want to write a comic, but you'll never say yes. You'll, you'll never say that this is okay to write. And he pitched <laughs> it to me, and I said, yeah, okay, we'll do it. Um, nice. <laughs> and I, I can't get too much to say about that, but man, you, you, you guys are gonna, you are gonna love it. It's, it's stuff that most mainstream comic companies won't write. They, they don't want to. <clears throat> um, but comics are supposed to be about telling stories, right? And telling the story you want to tell. This is a story that John wants to tell. I'm I'm 100% behind him telling it. Um, it's it's hard. It's going to be hard to read. It's it's not going to be an easy one. Um, I mean, emotionally hard to read, rather than uh, uh, you know, bad writing or whatever. But, <laughs> it's um, actually written in Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I just thought I'd test you and see how good you were. Um, <laughs> No, it's it's going to be a bit hard to read, but um, it's it's a really good story. It's a really powerful story, and I think that quite often, especially in the superhero genre, we can get a bit trapped into, yeah, you know, we'll we'll, we'll write the thing that we're you know that everyone knows that everyone's comfortable with that we write all the time, you know, the 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 villain of the week and the you know there's there's the bad guy you know good guy fights bad guy bad guy loses or, or bad guy wins first and then good guy comes back or whatever and you can get into that rust a little bit yeah and so so the 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 idea that we have is is something that's a bit a bit different to that a bit a bit risky to be honest i mean we we're, we we did that as well with violet um violet number two um we decided to have a we decided to have a go at, at, at tackling some mental health stuff. Um, you know, we, we wanted to look at, you know, not exactly PTSD, but sort of people not being quite right after a very traumatic experience. We didn't, yeah. it, it didn't go quite as far as PTSD because, again, PTSD is very, is very publicized. You know, everyone knows about it. Everyone knows that people can get it after a traumatic experience. But... <clears throat> You know, at the end of the first issue of Violet, you know, she had won. She won. She won that fight. And even so, it affected her a lot. You know, it it, it changed who she was because of the things she had to do in order to win. And that should be a little bit that should be a little bit sort of difficult to handle. You know, you your your worldview is gonna change when you, you know, map up a an evil lizard crocodile chimera man's face. You know, it's your worldview has to change slightly. And and we have this wonderful opening for the comic where, you know, she's she opened the first comic saying, you know, I'm I'm Violet. I think I'm pretty ordinary. You know, I not the way I do things, but you know, 
I, I know what's right and wrong, and I, I just try and you know make sure make sure people don't do things that are wrong. You know, that's that's not that's not that abnormal. And then we start the second issue. You know, I've I've not felt normal for a while now. You know, I, I don't I don't quite know what's happened, but I I've changed. You know, I'm I'm more willing to resort to violence. I'm more willing to use excessive force. And I don't, you know, but I've I've kind of always heard that you know if you're if you're wondering if you're going crazy, then you're probably all right. Yeah, and 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 sort of the comics an exploration of obviously there's other stuff going on as well, but but in a, in a big way it's an exploration of how you deal with something that's that's traumatic but you want right because I, I think that quite often people forget that about about heroes you know you can have a victory that was oh you see all the time with Superman you know Superman fights Doomsday and wins okay he nearly didn't. You know, he, he he got stabbed and and whatever. You know, whatever. He nearly didn't win, but it but, but he but he won. So so he's fine next week. Probably, probably uh, I was going to say like that's something like a lot of like you know kind of like the everyday heroes deal with like police officers, yeah. firemen, you know, uh, you know, soldiers. Yeah. Like you know the the people that they yeah they they end up winning, but it's like you know yeah, the, the people that. You know, see what happened during it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. At what cost? It's like yeah. the, the invisible trauma. It's, it's like, like, oh, you got the arrest. It's all good, policeman. It's it's all good because you got the arrest. And it's like, yeah, but what I saw during that. Yeah, and and that's that's the kind of stuff that we decided that we were going to explore with Violet Number Two. Um, there's there's a lot more to come from Violet from from other others as well. Um, I mean, I'm sure you can imagine that that uh. You know, characters losing their support systems, which is sort of the the theme of our phase two. It's it's going to be tough reading in some places. You know, we're we're talking about you know they they get through this stuff, and the reason they get through it is for their sister or, or their parent or you know whatever, um, or because of even those people. But it's not going to be it's not going to be that easy when the support system goes away. So yeah, uh, just I, I just um, I think it's a really fun concept. And again, we've actually planned out um, somewhere between eighteen and twenty-five issues um, for for our phase two as well. Um, I've got a lot of plus one question marks here. Like I, Fauna, I've written one plus one question mark. So we might do one, we might do two. Not done yet. Um, yeah, there's 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 a lot of really cool stuff coming right now in the in the empowered universe i've i've got kickstarters right up until the end of the year and beyond and that's a really good that's a really good opportunity for me to talk to what i was talking to greg about earlier uh before we started which is uh new year new stories so um any comic creators out there um you you can probably reach me on facebook or i greg greg puts up all the all the stuff in the show Links. <laughs> um those um, I'm, I, 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 for the last couple of years, I've run a project called uh, New Year New Stories. Actually, I've got last year's one right here. So this is New Year New Stories. Um, it's a comic that is, uh, or an anthology rather, that is a whole bunch of different comics. Um, the requirement is that it's a comic that came out this year. So between January 2022 and January 2023, <laughs> 
or it's a comic that hasn't come out yet. So it can be a preview of something that doesn't exist yet. That's fine too. There's no other limitation to what can go in here. And what we do is we we come together, we put them all together in an anthology. Um, we put them up on, on Kickstarter and um, uh, we we share the profits between everyone. So everyone everyone works together. We bring some of the really cool new stories that you might not have seen because, let's face it, conventions are coming back now, but even then, people walk past or they're too small and local or whatever. Um, I, I love going to conventions. I love meeting people who want to learn about our stuff. Um, equally, I can't go to conventions in the US, so there's a huge number of people who, who won't find out about my stuff that way. Um, so yeah, we, we put it up on Kickstarter. Um, we uh, we then uh, you know published that book, like the one you saw. Uh, really nice print, glossy cover, glossy interior, uh, nice paper, the rest of it. And yeah, that's uh, that's that new year new stories. Um, you don't have to pay anything to be part of it. You're you're welcome to submit something. Um, there are a few guidelines. Uh, it can't be massively overtly political one way or the other. Um, it's yeah. You know, I, I don't want to go around offending people. Um, it uh, it can be black and white. It can be in color. Um, and and the artwork has to be of a certain standard, but I've really never had anything submitted yet. Like like no crayons. <laughs> yeah, you you have to be better than me, um, <laughs> which is not saying a lot. Like if you're gonna use the crayons, um, at least use the 265 color pack. Like don't use that 32 one. Like that's weak. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, any anyone is welcome to submit. Um. But by the way, when we, you, uh, we, we, I was going to ask when you, when you, uh, when you put all the comics in there, do you do anything to like, uh, promote like, uh, where to find them on there? So like, let's say, uh, there's a, there's, there's a section that has the whole comic. Is there like a page with like information of the company in it? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's what it's all about. So here is, um, here is an example. That's, we call it a links page, uh, when we're, when we're doing nice. like a like link tree or something like that. That's awesome. Yeah, you, you literally just add a add a page there that says, "Here's my stuff. This is where you can find it." Well, one thing um, I, would, I would recommend actually for uh, this upcoming year's version is putting QR codes in there because, like, honestly, this is something I talked about. I think oh, on one of our other did. podcasts. That's cool. Yeah, like because it's it's one of those things we talked about on another podcast. But basically, because of the COVID stuff, everyone's used to using QR codes, and even phones have been like hyper optimized to track them like i i've, I've taken yeah. pictures of stuff that i didn't know there was a qr code in the background and it picked it up like it's gotten really good so like having qr codes now is like uh, a, a hyper one that I did. yeah see that's perfect that's like that's awesome absolutely so everyone does their own links page they do their own cover their own links page their own comic it all gets put in and they you know they submit what they want to submit um, I I basically send out examples like like indeed that that one there with the with the QR code and go hey this is this is what I do here are a few things that other people did um, for for anyone who um, isn't sure about how you make a QR code you you just, just Google QR code online like like that there are literally sites that just turn your thing into QR codes I, I have a question um, for really, you really simple really so um, it's called Year in Comics correct. Uh, new year, new stories. New year, new stories. Okay, that's what I was curious about. 
New Year. I'm, I'm just looking up something real quick. New Year, new, uh, new stories. Dang it, that one's taken. Uh, I was trying to look up uh, domain names uh, because I was. It'd be really awesome actually to have like a dedicated website to like just all the comics that get put in there. And then just have like, you know, like maybe even just the cover art of all the stuff in there, like where to buy the, the full book and then where to buy like the individual books. Well, that's just a bit tricky um, because, again, these are non-exclusive to New Year New Stories. That's part of the deal. That's the other thing. So the other thing that people worry about is, oh, will I still be able to have my comic? You know, am I selling you my comic? What's going on? So the answer is we have a one-time license to print for the Kickstarter. And, and for any subsequent Kickstarters where people want to buy back issues. So if you want to buy New Year New Stories, you have to buy it from one of the New Year New Stories Kickstarters. Yeah. Gotcha, so okay. like, if you miss 2021, if you miss 2022, you can get them from 2023, but you can't get them any other time. Because otherwise, it's a bit unfair on the people who then, like, stuff I've put in there, you know, it's then become its own comic. Uh, Melcott was in 2021. Uh, you might have seen, in fact, this is this is Vigilance. I mentioned the this was a this is from the Vigilance comic here. This is my character, uh, and that's Drift, in fact, uh, from the uh, from the Drift comic. So both of those are, are are coming out as their own comics, and it was just previews that you got in in this book. Um, so you know, pe people need to still obviously own their own their own stories after the fact. Um, so what we do is. Um, uh, we say, yeah, we we basically got this this license to print it only for the New Year New Stories Kickstarters, and that's it. And we'll never we'll never try and print it again. We can't print it outside. We can't sell it outside of the Kickstarter. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I understand that. I understand the the impulse, and I absolutely yeah. get it. But I also don't want people to feel like they can't submit because they lose any opportunity to sell it. I I, I wonder like, if because like. Because I mentioned like this domain name's taken anyways, but I, I wonder if there's still a way to do it, but just link to the individual creators so that people can see like this timeline of comics of the people that have been in the book. Because I just think that would be so cool. Like, you ever see that thing where like it's like the tree where it's back and forth of all the comics and when they were released? So you could have like the 2022 one, and then it's like January, February, March, and it just shows like when they were released in that little uh, timeline. I just think that'd be awesome, even if it just links out to their comic or just to the Kickstarter so mm. they can see it. So that they know that they come the next year, you know that kind of thing. I just, I just love that idea because uh, I, I actually did this for one of our artists. He was, he was running a, a show, but he wanted to run a series of shows with the same like intro title called Neo Nashville, so kind of like a Neo Tokyo vibe in Nashville. And so I literally looked and I was able to buy NeoNashville.com. So I, I put up some cool pictures on there. I put up uh, a link to the Eventbrite, right? So it, it was literally like just a directory to the stuff that's involved with this. I, that's why I liked it. I, I like getting domain names. They're, they're fun. And I have like a, a big enough hosting account that I can like toss stuff up on it. So I'm like, whatever, let's throw it on there. <laughs> You're right. Me and is apparently taken with a blank website. Yeah. The, the one I, the one I did find though was year in comics, which I might actually snag that. And then like, you know, if you want to like use that for something, that'd be cool. Or if you want to get it too, yeah, it's, it's yearincomics.com. Uh, well, I'll think about it. Yeah, if not, I might add it because <laughs> I like that stuff. Like, uh, it just it's just cool because so interestingly enough, I was working with a client who's trying to find like a, a business name, and we're running through like thousands of these domain names, and like literally, there's so many that are still available. And every once in a while, I find one where I'm like. 
really? Like nobody owns this one? Like it doesn't seem that complicated. Like no one thought of this. So it's kind of cool because people, people take up like Instagram accounts all the time, right? Where you're like, how does somebody own the name of my business? And it's blank. There's nothing. They don't have a single post. It was created five years ago and they've never used it. Like it sucks. But with domain names, because you have to pay for them, like people don't always just sit on them. So it's, it's kind of cool that there's some that are available that are like, you know, that could be used for some cool stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, also, newyearnewstories.org seems to be not taken. And I, I did see that as well. Well, you're you're in the you're in the UK, so right? Yeah. Is the .co .uk taken? Don't know. I I, I I don't I don't want to go too far into this because then I know, then, like, rabbit holing through me, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll like just start bleeping out every time we say the name. <laughs> it's like, wow, well, blank.com is available. <laughs> nice. Cool. cool. Nice. <laughs> pencils. Um, so, uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. And uh, oh, so, oh, yeah, so is there any is there a Kickstarter that's live right now? You said I forgot the, the name of it, I think you mentioned it earlier. Violet, Violet Unstoppable. Yeah, so Violet it's the, uh, the audio drum portion of, of uh, the first Violet comic. Um, yep, so that's that's that one. Um, we've got uh, we've got loads more coming as well. So keep an eye on the uh, the links that Greg uh, has placed in the uh, uh, in the show notes there. Thank you. Um, and uh, yeah, check out check out Violet because um, there's some really really cool stuff. Uh, there's it was it was very interesting bringing bringing a comic to life through audio. Just the the different requirements, because yeah, trying trying to do a fight scene in audio versus versus uh, a comic is almost completely the opposite. <laughs> really, really interesting stuff. But yeah, thank you very much for having me on. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I I will hope to be back again soon sometime. Sometime. Uh, we'll figure that out. <laughs> to, uh, what's it called? Uh, our uh, virtual Comic Con at the end of the year? Oh, if I possibly can, I will. Yeah, like I did last time. I yeah, because, no, yeah, you were. Yeah, it was, yeah, it's definitely, it's always great having you on there. So I was just uh, tossing that out there. I know it's only August, but what is it? Uh, September, October, November, three months. If I can possibly make it, I will absolutely be there. Nice, um, yeah. Once we know the one, one convention commitment in November, so it depends when it is, but probably fine if it was fine last time. It's going to be 25th, 26th, 27th. There we go. I was trying to find the dates because it's the Friday after Thanksgiving through the weekend. The 25, 26, 27th. Uh, I, I hate to tell you this, but Thanksgiving isn't a thing here. I know, yeah. It's just that's just an easy date, though. So, yeah. So the twenty the, November twenty fourth is Thanksgiving, and then it's the Friday is the twenty fifth, twenty sixth, twenty seventh. Do you? I just thought about it. I know you guys have Thanksgiving, but uh, Black Friday is like a, a huge online sale. Do you guys? Do you guys still do something like that? I know. It's very weird. It's very weird. We have Black Friday, but not Thanksgiving. It's very strange. Yeah, it's like out of it's nowhere. Very, it's like everyone's odd. buying stuff. It's like, why? It's like, there's, there's no reason to do this. Well, it's <laughs> just, just 
all the UK businesses also drop all their prices. Yep. I'm guessing because otherwise they get slaughtered. So yeah. Yeah, it probably anyway, is one of um, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely be along if I possibly can. Yeah, yeah awesome. I'll start working on that. I think in October. I just like uh, schedule the rest of our year out. So cool. Well, sweet coming on, and yeah, uh, people should back the Kickstarter, which is in the show notes. So yeah.